0: his heels into the white sand he bent his body forward dragged the lash back to its full 10 feet of length blood burbled up through the torn flesh and glistened in the sunlight the man screamed the crisscross pattern grew more complex and then began to blur. In a matter of seconds, chunks of flesh were squared out and turned around and left dangling by small bits of skin. It was impossible to see any pattern now, only a dripping red mass. Flies were swarming in upon it, leaping up and out of the way each time the whip struck, settling back when the lash drew away. The natives in the crowd were staring and shaking. The two dozen white derelicts looked on unaffected. But on the edge of the throng stood a man apart. He was not watching the lash. He was watching Schwank with disdainful eyes, studying the hot satisfaction which blazed upon Schwank's face at each crack of the whip. Lee Briscoe had only been on Timba for two months. He had not yet had time to become a ragged scarecrow. He still pipe-clayed his helmet. He still polished his well-cut boots. He was still particular about the way his khaki, breeches, and shirts were starched. The crowd knew nothing about him, but they whispered that he was wanted by the law. No man would work for Schwank of his own free will. Others held that Lee Briscoe had been an army lieutenant and had murdered a soldier... But not one held the real clue as to why the man had chosen Hellhole Timba for a retreat. Librisco's eyes were clear and gray, his face was darkly burned, his cheekbones were high and prominent, and his jaw was lean and firm. He was built wide at the shoulders and tapered off from there like a boxer. Schwank was beginning to sweat at his work, but that did not curtail his enjoyment of it in the least. He was just getting into good form when Lee Briscoe stepped into the clear space behind him and snatched the lash as it swung back. Lee Briscoe threw the black snake 30 feet down toward the water, but he did not watch it go as the others did. He was looking straight at Schwank. Schwank turned slowly. He looked at the tips of Briscoe's boots and then at the crown of Briscoe's helmet. Casually, not in the least excited, Schwank put his hand on the heavy butt of his belted revolver. "'You got anything to say about it?'
1: said Schwank carelessly. "'Maybe you just forgot yourself. Maybe somebody told you I liked to be interrupted. That's it?' Lee Briscoe's words came slowly, with a drawl. "'There isn't any reason to kill him. Think he was a good man.' "'He's a thief.' I've got five hundred natives on Timba. If they start stealing... Finky wouldn't have stolen anything if you'd feed good rations. He was hungry. All he took was a can of
0: salmon and a half dozen biscuits. If he'd killed his partner, you wouldn't have had a word to say. That isn't justice, Schwank. Schwank sneered at Briscoe, turned, and barked at the men. He's taking over the island, boys! Tip your hats to
1: him! I said, tip your hats!
0: Uneasily, the two dozen derelicts touched their fingers to their battered helmets and straws. Schwank faced Briscoe again, lipless mouth curling into a ghastly grin.
1: Now is there anything else you want, Briscoe? Maybe a scotch
0: and soda? Wong, bring Briscoe a scotch and soda. There came a full minute's silence, and then Wong, opium-drugged slant-eyed servant to Schwank, came forth with the order on a tray. Drink it up, said Schwank, hand on the butt of his gun. Drink
1: it up, Mr. Briscoe, because that's the last time you're ever going to drink anything on this earth. I'm going to murder you, Briscoe, right here.
0: And murder isn't pleasant. Here, don't mind me. Drink up. Briscoe looked levelly at Schwank and knew that the man meant every word he said. No man but Schwank could carry a gun on Timba, except when the natives staged one of their frequent revolts. Briscoe looked at the lacerated back of the unconscious Finky. He told himself that it was worth it. He reached for the bottle and poured out a big slug of scotch. Behind him, the derelicts moved out of the line of fire. To your health, Schwank, said Briscoe, carelessly seeming to look only.